Podcast Maniacs is by Brown from BBTAS. Are you out there looking for something that's a little different? Say a little bit of strange. Tired of all those shows out there that are sad, lame, and mundane. Then I got something for you. Tune in 9 Eastern every Friday night at AverageJoeShow.com. Join in with host Corey Charette and Ward Miller, along with a mystery guest. If you don't mind jumping in and swimming in a hot mess of attitudes and opinions, then Average Joe it's for you, or you, or you, or you, or you. Technical difficulties have occurred with the hosts of this podcast. Please. Do not adjust your broadband connection. Thank you. Hello, everybody, and welcome back to another episode of The Average Joe Show, episode number 75. Of course, you can catch us online at AverageJoeShow.com. Our email is talk at AverageJoeShow.com. Twitter is AverageJoeShow, all one word. And, of course, our voicemail, 813-915-6390. That's 813-915-6390. And I will promise one day to play voicemails that we have. Ugh. <laughs> I put it off to last minute, and then it's like, ah, screw it. I can't do it now. But I, you know what? I think maybe tomorrow I will actually get the voicemails together, and we'll play them next week. So Just play you. them all in succession. I know. We'll just do a whole episode of voicemails. You know? Totally disjoined, so it, means, it makes absolutely no sense. Just one right after the other, just bizarre crap. I know. Like, last week's episode, when you talked about this, I was like, what the hell are they talking about? That was like six months ago. <laughs> And, of course, you can catch us live every Friday night at AverageJoeShow.com slash live, 9 p.m. Eastern on Friday nights. We're here. I was going to say we're queer, but that doesn't sound right. I don't know where that I, I don't. From. I, it must come from New Jersey because I don't know nothing about it. Okay. Too much caffeine tonight. Okay. Well, of course, you heard that voice. And that's that was, that was a little friend. Freudian. <laughs> little slap yes. tongue. Ah. Uh, well, of course, joining me this week, as always, is Ward Miller. Ward, what's going on over there? Nothing, man. You know, it's funny because like two shows ago, I was complaining about how cold it was and how snowy and miserable it was. And today it was 84 degrees. We set a record. Uh, the re- The previous record was 1923, and it was 80 degrees, and we blew it away. We hit 84 today in the city of Pittsburgh. So that's awesome. It was comfortable, though. It was nice. It wasn't, like, miserably hot, though. No, there was a little breeze. Not a big oh. breeze, but just enough breeze just so you didn't get hot and sweaty and nasty, but it, it's beautiful. Speaking of hot and sweaty, over in Phoenix, Arizona, from tdhurst.com, Mr. Tyler Hurst. Tyler. Hey, how you doing? Uh, hey. Spring tr- spring training just ended, so the whole point of living in Phoenix actually became much less useful. It was uh, <laughs> it was a good month. Oh, that's right. You guys have the Cactus. Is it the Cactus League over there? What it is the it is the Cactus League, yep. Uh, I never understood that shit. Who gives a shit about spring training anyway? It doesn't count. Because you get to sit out in the sun for two and a half hours and drink beer on a weekday afternoon. Yeah, that, that's, that's like, that's beautiful. Yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> okay, well, you got a good point there. Enix used to drink alcohol, right? Mm-hmm. <laughs> exactly. And also joining us from Parts Unknown, or, or New Mexico, as I like to call it, uh, from PardueDuran.com, Chrissy Pardue. Chrissy, what's going on oh. over there? 
oh, it's really, really beautiful here with the uh, coyotes, the rats, and the ravens. Are those football teams or what? (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) What do you think? (laughs) Those are my neighbors. (laughs) (laughs) A little touch football. You know, you know what? I think it's like the first time that we've actually had all four people on the show actually have good weather, not complain about anything. Yeah, it's it's awesome. I I don't know. I I, I hope this lasts. I mean, I probably say another month or so we'll start bitching again about the weather. Summer. Oh yeah. <laughs> in, in about a month it'll be like Jesus Christ. Can it ever get cold again? <laughs> yeah, I know that feeling. Summer will be here too quickly, and it'll never go away. Ugh. All right. So uh, Ward, you got any announcements going on? Anything? Anything you want to talk about? Um. Nothing off the top of my head. It's it, it's it, it's so nice out. You know, it's just so relaxing that I I really don't have anything that's really pissing me off that I could I can you know rant about. So hopefully with our stories I'll get something I can go off on. But right now I'm just kind of mellow. Oh, good. All right. All right. So let's start off with the stories here. Tyler has the first story for us about Facebook. Yes, apparently Facebook is continuing its. Um Assault on everything web-like, and it's an uh, inevitable transition into AOL 2.0 by now changing the whole fan page structure from become a fan to like, which I think uh, was it will confuse the heck out of everyone because we already have a like function on status updates on Facebook, and I think that the like uh, you know the like uh, process is basically a way for Facebook to allow us to like the entire web. So no matter where you go, Facebook will be connected to you somehow. Mm. Um, I don't. I I get it. I get. I get they're trying to do. Uh, I personally, Facebook Connect, I think is getting out of control. Four hundred million users, and it's still uh, it's still growing. But I get good for them. I get. I mean, I don't know what it means to me. I don't. I don't get it. Personally, I was wondering if the like, if this new like button actually then allows whoever or whatever site you like to then get into your news feed. Whereas right now, when you like something, it doesn't do that. It says it says it does. That's the purpose of the. uh, Let's see, it um, increase increase engagement, and it'll put stuff in your news feed. That's exactly what it's going to do. So I think a bunch of people are going to be confused. Because they think that just liking something means whatever like means now, and they're right. going to get exposure to more products, more. So, wow. <laughs> yeah, yeah. There's uh, a big. I personally, go ahead. I personally hate Facebook and want it to go away. But anyway, go ahead, Ward. <laughs> well, I think the uh, Facebook has kind of an issue with as many, basically, as many people as they have. What did you say? Just say four hundred million. Uh, I it, I don't think it was ever meant to grow that big, especially as fast as it has. So you see a lot of, uh, I, I mean, at least I do. I see a lot of stuff where I'll have certain applications on my page and they'll disappear and then they come back and things just, you know, randomly happen. And I, I kind of wonder if it's that the database is just taking that big of a pounding because yeah. I, I, I don't even know what, you know, they're, you know, I'm not being privy to the back end, so I don't know if it's a SQL back end, an Oracle, MySQL, whatever, what what kind of back end it has. But there's times that you can actually watch it struggle, you know. Mm-hmm. So I, it, it's just one of them things where everybody is just so hot on it. I mean, it it MySpace never got that way, you know. And in fact, I never even had a MySpace account because. 
I had friends that did, and they're like, oh, check out my MySpace page, and it made my eyes bleed. So <laughs> I, I elected not to, to mess with, you know, mess with MySpace. And then when Facebook came out, I was like, oh, this is pretty cool. And now it's just so it, – it, yeah, and I, and I kind of agree with Tyler. It's just become like this octopus or – you know, it, there's just tentacles everywhere. I mean, you can't hit a website that doesn't say connect with Facebook, use the Facebook connector. You know, everybody's using that API for, I mean, everything. You know, Twitter, you can connect your Twitter account to your Facebook account and blah, 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 blah. And I mean, it's cool to have that ability to, to be able to cross post all of your stuff, you know, like friend feed and Twitter and all that stuff. But it gets to a point where, it's like information overload because you put something in Twitter and that post it, and then you post something in, in friend feed and that post it. And then, you know, you, you just end up like basically mail bombing your friends or I guess will be wall bombing and just with so much information. And it's all usually the same crap. You know, you post one thing on Twitter and you're, well, I got to put that in Facebook. I mean, in uh, um friend feed, and so you put the exact same thing. And so now it's twice in your Facebook page, you know, so, and heaven forbid, if you have more than that, you know, I mean, that's basically all I have. I've friend feed and Twitter and Facebook. So I try not to post the same thing in the same applications all the time. Wait, you know, what's funny is, <clears throat> excuse me about this like button. It's kind of like, to me, it's like the, uh, like banner ads and stuff is I, when it's on a website, I don't see it. You yeah. know, it's like the dig, yeah. it's like the dig button that, you know, the, you know, retweet buttons and other buttons like that, that these, you know, postings on you know, blogs and whatnot are there. I don't see those buttons. So you put a like button there. I'm not going to see it. And one of the things I, I, the same, the same, uh, blog, all facebook.com had, had an article last week about, about the, the like thing. And they were talking about how now people who are passionate about products or brands can, can like them all over the internet. Is that really what passion has come down to? That if I like Nike, I'm going to click a like button on a web page, and all of a sudden I'm going to feel like I can run somewhere. I mean, that's kind of a, it's a pathetic way of of showing your appreciation for something you actually really do have passion for. Um, unfortunately, in the Web 2.0 era, passion has become a a cliched, overused term, and I, I can't I can't stand that. And I blame it on Facebook. Well, yeah, I mean, <laughs> part of it too is you know when. When I go to a, 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 I guess a fan page or whatever, and I say, okay, yeah, I want to become a fan of this because I want to get information about this, whatever it be, yeah. like Nike, you know. So I want them to be able to post stuff on my, on my, on my page and stuff. But there's, you know, people will post something. I say, you know, click the like button there. Go, yeah, I like that. I don't want to see it all freaking day, you know. But yeah, I, I, I like it, and I'm telling trying to validate the person who posted it said, yeah, I like what you posted, you know? Mm -hmm. But when you say, when you use like for freaking everything, it, it I, I, I agree with Tyler hundred percent. This, it, it, it loses its meaning. You know, I, I, I like the fact of click this and say, I'm a fan, you know, I'm a I, fan I, of whatever it is, you know? Yeah. It's, it's a way of identifying yourself. And I like that a little bit better. I like that. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I'm a fan of that. <laughs> Click. Uh, that's great. You're right, though. I mean, to me, the like button is something I use when I support somebody I see posting something online. You got a good blog post. You got a good podcast come up. You know, you put something funny that I just think it's, you know, makes me smile. 
I'm going to go with it. Yeah. Okay. Uh, Chrissy, as a, as a, uh, an artist, would you want people to fan your fan, become a fan of your work or just like stuff? I'm happy with just the liking some, a lot of people okay. have okay. artists do the, the fan pages, but that would just be okay. another whole page for me to do. And, and okay. I'd rather just have it integrated with my personal life and the art. Interesting. Interesting. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. But the I don't thing, need them yeah. to be fans. Yeah. But the thing is, uh, with Chrissy though, because she's just using her wall as, you know, here's, here's a painting I did or whatever. It's not the same as if she were to have, you know, the Chrissy Pardue fan page where, you know, and, and she would direct her fans to that, you know, Hey, if you want to find out what I'm doing, blah, 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 sign up for the fan page and I'll just do specific things for the fans. Yeah. Because, because being a fan means something different. I mean, if you're a sports fan, or a you know, or a Mariners fan, or a, or a you're gonna you're wearing fan colors, you're wearing fan logos. But if you just like something, I mean, I like golf, but I'm not a fan, so I just I don't like the connotation. It's 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 killing it. Yeah, and I I, I agree with you too that it's become overused. You know, I like I like I like. No, I don't. You know, I'm <laughs> I'm a fan of you know baseball or football or whatever. And it, Man, I'm really pissed because Tyler takes the words right out of my mouth. Right before I'm ready to say it, too. It's like, <clears throat> but yeah, I, it sucks because I just totally agree with you. <laughs> it sucks because you totally agree with him. Yeah, I mean, it, you know, it's it, it's one of the things like he he's stealing all my thunder. He's saying everything before I get a chance. But it, I mean, it's cool. I, I, agree, I totally agree with him. It, you know, maybe – Something should come out. We should <laughs> create the anti-Facebook page where just you just post stuff that pisses you off. <laughs> and, and you got a this pisses me off button. I'll make a fan page and you can like it. <laughs> yeah, you, you can like being pissed off. <laughs> <laughs> I'm pissed off. I like that. Okay. All right. Let, let's, let, let's change subjects here. Ward had this story that really caught my attention about uh, – an employer posting an advertisement for workers. Yeah, this was funny because I let, let me give it a little backstory. This week I forgot to do my stories, and I get an email from Corey going, "Hey, what's up? Did, did you forget about it?" And I'm like, "Yeah, I forgot." So he happens to send this to me on April Fool's Day. So I go out on April Fool's Day looking for my stories. Well, I come across this one, and I'm like, "There's no way this is possible. This got to be an April Fool's joke, right?" But I look at the date on the story, and it's the 27th of January. So I'm like, well, I mean, granted, it's not a news story, but it's not an April Fool's joke either. So anyway, there was an employer who was told not to post an advertisement for reliable workers because it discriminates against unreliable applicants. Is that awesome? That's weird. Uh, yeah, it says, when it comes to hiring staff, there are plenty of legal pitfalls. Employers need to watch... For watch out for the these days. Uh, so recruitment agency boss Nicole Mamo was specific was especially careful to ensure her advert for hospital workers did not offend on grounds of race, age, sex, or sexual orientation. However, she had not reckoned discriminating against a wholly different section of the community the completely useless. Said in my 15 years of recruitment, I haven't heard anything so ridiculous. You know, these the the days of political correctness are so freaking over. You know, 
that you you can't say, look, I want somebody that's going to show up and be reliable and be on time. You know, I I can't even say that. I I can say, you know, just 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 apply for this position, and I can't even ask you if I if you if you think you're reliable. You know, it it's just amazing. I like the cartoon they have with a sign, job vacancy, suit anybody vaguely human. And then the guy saying, it's not perfect, but at least no one can accuse us of a discrimination. Yeah. Anybody vaguely human, please apply. Yeah, it's ridiculous. And it goes back to the whole political correctness crap, you know, where you can't say anything to hurt anybody's feelings and you got to validate everybody. If you're, if you're a lazy slob and you you know you're here because you just need something to fill out on your unemployment documentation that I showed up for an, a job interview so you can just continue to give me free money you know <laughs> they can't even ask you that you know are, are you just here because you want to you know continue to receive your welfare check exactly <laughs> hey you, you know what this is uh I don't know. I mean, this this is uh, what, the UK. Yes. Yeah. Yes, the UK. <laughs> you know, I'm surprised something like this that hasn't happened over here yet. Uh, it's not. I don't think it's long in the. Uh, you know, in you know the. Um, it's long in coming, because you know you can't say anything to, to offend anybody. You can't ask questions that may potentially. You know, don't ask, don't tell. Blah 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 blah. You know. If you have a specific requirement, and pretty much for any employment, your requirement should be the person's reliable. When would you ever think, man, I got to hire somebody that's really, really fucking unreliable, that's never going to show up on time, that that's just going to not even come in and, and not call in. They're just going to be totally unreliable. That's what I need. It just well, amazes me. Well, the lazy people aren't even going to look in the paper to find the job in the first place, so that kind of weeds them out, right? Exactly. <laughs> I don't know. I, it's, I'm tired of this politically correct shit. Yeah. You know, come on. Wake up, guys. Let's go back. Let's go back a few decades when you could say what you wanted to say. You know, if you're lazy, we're not going to hire you. You know? Exactly. Give a shit. You know, I mean, it's not like, you know, you're not offending anybody. I mean, seriously. It's like, <laughs> she's, she's, you know, she's not offending race, creed, color. Lazy. Lazy, lazy goes across, you know, all races. Well, well lazy you can, you should be a, 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 a condition to be discriminated for. <laughs> yes, you can discriminate against that. I mean, it's totally okay to do that. You can also discriminate against drug users because it's their choice. Mm-hmm. So what's the difference? Is it illegal to have drug screenings because that might weed out drug users that, that are going to work for you? Well, well, I guess, probably, but that seems to be okay. Exactly. Yeah. Apples and oranges. They're just picking their battles now. All right. Well, speaking of lazy, this is an interesting story here of a, of a couple. Uh, Alexander Clement, 68-year-old man, and his 64-year-old wife, Christine Clement, apparently love Jell-O brand pudding so much that the bastards won't even buy the cheap stuff. So to, to save a dime, they had gone to, I think it was four grocery stores, supermarkets, and they had bought, I don't know how many packets it is right now, of... Uh, Four Long Island stores bought um, the Jello pudding. They took the mix out of there and refilled the boxes with sandwich bags containing salt and sand, and returned them back to the stores for refunds. It was 
funny so, story. So the supermarket employees, of course, you know, put the boxes back on the shelves for resale. But then, you know, of course, new customers bought the tampered boxes and discovered the, the crap inside the boxes, which, of course, you know, they check surveillance tapes and whatnot. And they track down the couple who are arrested and charged with five counts of petty larceny and five counts of second degree tampering with a consumer product. Yeah, I, I thought that was a felony. Yeah, I thought it was a, a federal offense for messing with food. Yeah. Well, the, how did they get the boxes closed back, though? Well, yeah, I mean, that's the question. <laughs> uh, I'm sure they glued them or something to that effect, <laughs> just so that it didn't look like they were, you know, and, and all the, you know, the, <laughs> once again, they don't employ rocket scientists to work at, at the convenience store. So they just say, oh, it feels like there's two and a half ounces in it. All right, you're well, good you, to go. No, they no, they employ unreliable people, obviously. And there you no, go. No, they don't. No, they don't. They go by the philosophy that the customer is always right. Yep. I yep. worked at a grocery store, and that's the way it was. The customer could be ripping you off, but they're always right. Yeah, but if you take something back to Walmart, especially like food products, they throw them away. They say, okay, yeah, here's your money, and they throw it away. They don't. Should. They don't restock it back on the shelves just just for this reason. But, but you know they, now what happens if they they put the Jello in there instead of putting the Jello in there, they hit it. You know they, I mean look back in the what was it the early eighties with the Tylenol thing, and people yeah. were, you know they were putting in you know, um, what the hell was it cyanide cyanide, cyanide in, into yeah. the capsules. So you know it, it's the same principle. They could have they could have poisoned the stuff. And not just made it salt and sugar or whatever this the hell it was. This is true. They could have put some something really, you know, oh, you know, you open it up. Hey, it looks like pudding. Smells like pudding. But it's cyanide and it kills you dead. But here, here's the thing. It's pudding. Pudding is not that expensive. No. Yeah. No, yeah. If you're gonna if you're gonna try a scam like that, you should try it on something that, that costs a little bit. Not, I mean, what, see, what, what's, what's pudding like? Uh, five for a buck? <laughs> I don't know. You know, it's, I was going to look it up this week at the store, but it can't. It can't be more than say twenty cents a box. Say twenty cents a box for Jello pudding. Yeah, it's very strange. <laughs> I wonder like, what else they eat. That's probably all they fucking eat. <laughs> well, wait, they got to buy the milk to make the pudding too. So, yes, <laughs> your entire <laughs> grocery bill consists of pudding and milk. I know. I've, it's like really, you love the shit that much that you're actually going to spend, you know, spend that much effort to take out a 20, 20 cent packet of pudding and put all this other shit in there and return to the store. Just think about gas alone, how much you're going to waste just trying to do this shit. Oh yeah. <laughs> notice, notice in the story how how it calls Jello pudding a luxury dessert item. <laughs> Have you ever thought of Jello pudding as luxury, as luxurious? A chocolate mousse is luxurious. Yes. Yes. <laughs> and what's chocolate that? Pudding. So chocolate mousse isn't nothing but pudding with whipped cream in it. <laughs> okay. But that's, but that's more luxurious than jello pudding. Oh, yeah. <laughs> jello is kind of, you know, if you're ever at a luxury restaurant, did you ever think, hey, let me get some jello? You know, <laughs> jello would, would really hit the spot right now to top off this wonderful dinner I just had. Okay, now to luxury dessert item. They call it a luxury dessert item. How many times have you gone to a buffet place? You see that big plop, oh, round, yeah. plop in the corner of pudding. That's a luxury yeah. dessert item. That's been sitting there for three weeks and has skin on top. You, want, you wonder if they were wrestling in it. I mean, don't you a little bit? Don't you think about that? No, no. no. Dude, where does your mind go? Look at these two people. You Would do. you want to see now them you wrestling are. in pudding? Maybe it was just her. 
alone. <laughs> oh. Boy, somebody's lonely out there in Arizona. Oh. <laughs> I don't. Uh, why did you have to go there? <laughs> yeah, now I, I, now I can't unthink that. Thanks. Oh. Well, that about wraps up this week's show. <laughs> oh my, you sick bastard! I live in a, I live in I live near a just a big college. I think they would go Jello wrestling, but uh, yeah, this is pudding. It? Not jello. This is pudding. You can wrestle in pudding. Oh, you can wrestle in pudding. I've seen it done. It's awesome. A little stickier. Would you want to see 60-year-old people wrestling in pudding? Enough no. Said. No. No. Especially them. Yeah. yeah. Okay, next story. We're going to go on. Christy's got a story about dental health. Yeah, and don't don't ask me why I chose this story. Um, I think it just kind of grossed me out. <laughs> I don't know why. <laughs> Maybe imagine people who eat only jello pudding and what the state of their teeth look like. Mm. Um, so this article is about um, someone's just, let's see, they're trying to come up with why people ignore dental health. What are the, the main reasons that people put off going to the dentist? And um, their idea was that basically if you don't feel pain, you don't go to the dentist or the doctor. And since a lot of dental problems take a long time before they cause you pain, it's already too late by the time you go. And then one of the other weird reasons, which I didn't get, was visibility. They said that people take care of their faces and their skin, their hair, because people can see them, but they don't take care of their teeth. I don't quite get that because, of course, you see people's teeth all the time. They talk all the time. So I don't know about that reason. And um, then they also said that people are afraid of the dentist and because the dentist is really expensive. So those were the reasons they gave. Well, I think number four is the main reason nowadays because you – we all have health insurance at one time or another in our life. And I know that dental coverage sucks. Yeah. You're always going to be paying at least half. Oh, yeah. <laughs> and it's expensive. It really is. I mean, the only thing you get that costs nothing is, is the dental cleaning and the checkup twice a year. Anything yeah. else they want to do, it's like, okay, we need a percentage coming out of your pocket before we'll even think about touching your teeth. Yeah, it's, it's nice how nothing is covered uh, for dental and, you know. And but if you get in a car accident, you're fine. But but dental stuff, nothing is covered. It's ridiculous. Yeah, yeah. You know, before there was dental insurance, as, as far as I can remember, when I was a kid, I remember that, um, or when I was a lot younger, that let's say a crown cost, um, let's just say three hundred dollars. So now that people have dental insurance, the crown will cost six hundred dollars. So no matter what, you still end up paying the same amount <laughs> as you would have without insurance. Smart doctors. Yeah. yeah. They just increase the cost once you have insurance, so another person gets paid. <laughs> uh, Ward, you going to talk about health insurance at all here? <laughs> yeah, I'm sure this is covered in the in the 2,000 page health bill that just got signed into law, which is unconstitutional. But um, <laughs> no, nah, it, it's <laughs> what's that? I said, are you a tea bagger? Is that what they call them? Yeah. Tea partiers. Yeah, he well, likes the tea bag. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Are you a tea bagger, Ward? Come on. Come on, tell us. <laughs> yeah, yes, I do execute the tea bag as, as often as I can. Uh, no, I mean, it, if you. <laughs> well, I tea bag a pudding. Uh, <laughs> oh, God. But, I mean, if you think about it, you know, uh, most of the people that are, that are involved in a tea party. I, I guess I would be because I do believe what they think. You know, we we have a, a mountain of debt right now, and we just he just signs 
a bill that's going to cost another, you know, from based on different estimates, in excess of six trillion dollars. We don't have that money, you know, and we we're getting foreign countries to buy our debt, you know, China, Japan, you know, are, are buying up our debt. There's going to come a point when they go, you know what, we're not going to buy anymore, and we want paid back. Then what's yeah, going to happen? Screwed, that's going to that's going to cause hyperinflation, and it's going to cost you sixty five dollars for a loaf of bread. That's what hyperinflation does, and you know, it's not that I'm you know because they they want to paint everybody who's against this healthcare thing as being against poor people. I'm not against poor people. All I'm saying is we can't afford this. We're spending money we don't have, and our children's children are going to be paying this debt back. You know, and that's my whole point. I'm not, you know, it's not a, a white black thing. It's not, I don't like Obama because he's a black guy. I'm not being racist about it. I'm not a, a, attacking poor people. Do I think that, that everybody needs a hand every now and then? Yes, I do. I, I'm not like that. But my point is, you can't sign something like that into law when you know we can't afford what we're doing now. You know, there's already been two stimuluses. They're trying to crank out another one that we can't afford. You know, and can somebody explain to me how in this health care legislation they slid in that banks will no longer handle student loans? That's all going to be sponsored by the federal government. How is that part of health care? Right? That's number one. Number two, how do they get around the fact that it's totally unconstitutional? The Tenth Amendment says you can't impose rights on states and affect state sovereignty, number one. Number two, the 28th Amendment says Congress can't pass laws that they're not subject to, and they did. The health care bill says that they don't have to follow it. So, I mean, that's – I'm off my soapbox now. <laughs> All right, guys. Everybody drink. <laughs> 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 All right. Yeah, well, you know, I mean, obviously that was going to be brought up anyway. So I figured I, I figured I put the story in here so Ward could uh, vent just a little bit. <laughs> All right, let's go on to the next story before we uh, dwindle on that. Uh, Chrissy uh, actually has the next story too. Yeah, there's this interesting. I don't know if, if you all have heard much about the Hadron Particle Collider. It seems like it's been in the news a lot lately. Um, yeah, because they finally got it to work. Yeah, that's yeah. awesome. <laughs> Yeah, so it. Um, some people are afraid it's going to create a black hole. I mean, they they're using it right now to create these really tiny, tiny, tiny microscopic uh, black holes to study them. But I guess some people are afraid that it could cause an actual collapse of the universe. Um, so meanwhile, this man appears in the collider. Uh, they don't know how he got in or what, but he was found to be breaking into the vending machines. <laughs> Because let's see, let me read it. Um, he said that he was come. He came back from the future to make sure that the Large Hadron Collider did not destroy the world, and the only way to do that was to stop the supplies of Mountain Dew in the vending machines. So there we go with Mountain Dew again. Why? And then um, this guy also said that he was in charge. He was responsible for dropping a piece of bread into the collider last year, which caused it to malfunction. It's just a very strange story. And then they, so, they took him. So, they, so they he's from in, the future? Yeah. <laughs> he was wearing a awesome. bow tie and apparently some tweed. Well, apparently everybody in the future wears bow ties and tweed. 
Yeah. And he said that what happened is that in the future, the um the the collider caused Kit Kats candy bar, you know, those candy bar things to be all over the place. And he said it was a communist chocolate hellhole. And I'm here to stop it ever happening. I want to go to the future right now. <laughs> Kit Kats and Mountain Dew. Uh, so then they, they put him in a mental health facility, but then he disappeared. He traveled That's, back to the future. I guess so. You know what? I, I, I got I to gotta call bullshit on this story because it was posted on April 1st. <gasps> oh, no. <laughs> Sorry, Chrissy. <laughs> Ah, oh, darn it. <laughs> <laughs> Seen it lied to us. Darn it. <laughs> Son of a bitch. <laughs> oh. <laughs> I was believing. Oh, darn it. Oh, that's awesome. <laughs> you know what it is? It's the last sentence says police are baffled, but not that bothered. <laughs> oh, that's good. Oh well, I started reading the comments, and the comments all said April Fools, get it? And then I looked up the top, and it was April first. <laughs> uh, <laughs> all fucking idiots! Oh, I love. It. Well, wow. I'm checking now though that the bread one actually happened last year. So. Well, that was true, but obviously they put a little bit of truth in there. <laughs> he could have been. He could have been the real life Doctor Who. You don't know. Well, I mean, he was wearing tweed and a bow tie, so yeah. I mean, obviously, mm-hmm. that's probably what they're referencing. <laughs> <laughs> Awesome. Uh, well, at least I got taken by some April Fool's joke. I didn't get any other ones. <laughs> definitely, definitely a good one, though. I liked it. That's good. Well, I like the, <laughs> the fact that we started to debate it. You <laughs> <laughs> should have waited this a little bit longer, Ward, before I... <laughs> well, yeah, I, I could have done that, I, I, but I just... <laughs> I was uh, reading some Chuck Klosterman. He said the one thing that you can actually debate because it's not no one has a, a stake in it is time travel. There's nothing else that you can debate that people will actually not be biased about. So it was kind of an interesting, uh, interesting uh, argument. I don't know if you guys ever read Chuck Klosterman, but the guy's great. No, but that's a nice theory. It is because I mean, no one can really prove or disprove or whatever else. It's the one thing we can all debate and talk about. And yeah, it's like I'd like to do. You know, it's like uh, it, it's all theoretical. So yeah, you yep. you can't prove me wrong, but I I can't prove me right. <laughs> yeah. Okay, all right. So we got we got tricked there, but uh, the next story is definitely not an April Fool's joke. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's me. Uh, apparently, I don't know if you guys read the story, but the, there was a Marine who got killed in uh, Afghanistan, and it wasn't it wasn't combat related, and he was in a truck that overturned. and He got killed, and while he was having while they were having his funeral, the, those crazy um, protesters from um, where the hell were they from? Uh, the the Westboro. Yeah, Kansas, I think, or something. Yeah, but they, Kansas. But they came and they were oh. protesting this guy's funeral, which is beyond disgusting. And they, were, and they were carrying signs that say, thank God another soldier's dead, and all this, you know, just stupid shit. And so the father uh, of the dead, soldier, the dead Marine tried to take him to court and said, look, you know, they protested my son's funeral. And so the Supreme Court said that uh, he was infringing on their First Amendment right and their freedom of speech. And he was ordered to pay $16,500 to church members to defray what they had to spend to defend themselves in court. 
And Bill O'Reilly from Fox News came forward and says, I'm going to pay all of his legal bills because this is just ridiculous that this guy's trying to bury his son, then having to defend himself in court against these lunatics is just beyond the pale. And you know, and I appreciate the fact that somebody's finally standing up going, you know what? Freedom of speech only goes so far. You know what I mean? When when you're sitting at at, at a funeral of a of a di- of a dead soldier, and you're basically taunting his family, that's no longer free speech. Yeah, freedom of speech means the Congress can make no law preventing you from saying whatever you want, but it does not mean you can say whatever you want at any time. It's just ridiculous. That's terrible. And I can't believe the judge would even make that that kind of a call to make the guy pay. I, I, I think you know, I don't think he had a choice. That's the problem. You probably had to make the call. But you know what? These Westboro Baptist assholes, which they are assholes. I don't consider that a church of any way, shape, or form. Because you always hear about these assholes going out protesting everything. The the gays. God hates gays, I believe. Yeah. But I mean – but the thing is now that they they got this military thing, they start showing up at military funerals. Yeah. All over the country they do that shit. And in fact – Seriously? Yeah. Yes. And at one time, that biker – it's not a gang. That that biker group, the uh, Rolling Thunder, uh-huh. start going and following them around, and they were protesting them, and they wouldn't yeah. let them get near the funerals. All right. You know what needs to happen is when one of these fuckers from Westboro Baptist Church dies, we all need to go protest their funeral. Uh, we need to make a big stink and be assholes in front of them, see how they like it. Uh, nah. idea. I mean, really? They'd, I mean, there should like be, the, you know, they'd like the attention. There should be laws. You know, freedom of speech is great, but funerals, that freedom of speech should be, you know, no, put away. I mean, I mean, you shouldn't be allowed to say like shit like that. No, you, you shouldn't. <laughs> they, you, know, you know, if someone dies, I'm not going to go piss on their grave because, you know, I hate them or something. You know, if I, if I actually stumbled across something like this, you'd be reading about me and you'd be able to do stories about me because I would beat someone to death. Uh-huh. Yeah, that's true. You know, you know th- th- these guys are, you know, whether you believe in the war or not, and that's neither here nor there, they're still out there and they're defending the country. They're, de- they're following orders. And the fact that, that, that they gave their life for the, the service of the country is enough to give, to give them any kind of a pass to, to have a decent funeral and not have these jackasses coming out and, you know, calling them names and, and embarrassing them, their families. That's, that's so disgusting. Well, Go ahead. In their provincial sort of, you know, speeches and things like that, you always have protesters. And don't they, I mean, the police keep them away a certain distance. So how come that can't happen with this funeral? Or do the church members just show up and no one knows that they're going to be there? I, I imagine so, they just show up. At a, because, I mean, normally at, at any funeral that, that at least I've ever been at, you, you don't get you know, police protection. Right. You know, yeah, you wouldn't you. <laughs> no. And I mean, and in fact, if it's a, if it's a, even if it's a military funeral, they may have an honor guard or something, but they're not there to, to defend anything, you know? Yeah. I don't know. I, 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 I it just sucks that these assholes got to protest the, the funeral and still came out ahead, you know? Yeah and, yeah, and like I said, the whole story, the, 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 the bottom line of the story is I, I applaud 
Bill O'Reilly for standing up for this father, you know, and saying, you're, you know, we'll pay for it because he should, he, he did what he had to do. He had to stand up. He stood up for his son who couldn't stand up for himself. And he, he took them to court and he did all the right stuff. And the fact that he got kicked in the teeth for it is ridiculous. And, and, uh, and I really uh, applaud what O'Reilly did. You know, whether you like him or not, what he did was outstanding. Well, you know, this is going on in the chat room, and I believe this, and everybody in the goddamn country should believe this. Whether you, you know, whether you agree with or disagree with the, the war going on, you should always support your servicemen and women that are out there defending this goddamn country you live in. Yeah, and what really the, – the, the thing I thought about when I read the story initially, because that was before this, and when I read the story initially, I thought, you know what? This, the guy that's lying in the casket was out f- defending your right to call him, you know, to call him an asshole. You know, it, it's because of people like him that you have the right of free speech. And the the fact that oh, I, I, <laughs> it just irritates me. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. <sighs> I don't know. You're right. Westboro Baptist Church can't stand them. Every time I, I hear about them, I just want to vomit. All right, all right. Let's get off this topic. Let's go on. We go from freedom of speech to prohibition. Woohoo! Um, and this one, this talks about. Uh, he had a, a show that was talking about how prohibition and uh, you know illegal making uh, making drugs illegal actually has no effect whatsoever. Actually, sorry, it has no positive effect whatsoever on drug usage and whatnot. That many countries outside the U.S. who have uh, basically legalized uh, marijuana or other um, softer drugs uh, don't have the drug problems we have because there's no wonderment and there's no there's no sense of, of accomplishment or whatever when you get away with it. And I think that one of the graphs down here shows that when prohibition went on in the 20s, um, the murder rate – sorry, whoa, murder rate went – actually went up during that time, which is just ridiculous because people were upset because they couldn't drink. Um, I think this is a – a very interesting take on it that drugs wouldn't – most drugs wouldn't be harmful if they weren't illegal. And I don't mean harmful directly. I mean uh, harmful as far as um, as drug gangs go. I mean every day here in Arizona, I hear about another you know, 500-pound drug bust of marijuana. And the reason pe- – people are bringing in drugs because people like to take them. Why are, we, why are we making it illegal and making it so hard? Wouldn't it be better to legalize them, tax them? And use that money to pay for all the stuff that we want to pay for? Pay for the debt? I don't debt. get it. I don't get it. I mean, drug drug abuse is not – drug use is not technically drug abuse, but they keep saying that anytime you use a, you know, an illicit drug, it's, it's, it's abuse. But it's a medical problem, not a criminal problem. I don't think so at all. I mean, there's, there's a ton of people in jail for smoking weed. Who cares? Well, I mean, are they really a problem society at all? Well, once again, I, I agree with Tyler, and, and this is getting really, really old. Um, no, I, I I think that if they'd make marijuana legal, you you know you got all the people that are that are getting taken to jail, the t- the money that's being spent for their defense, the money that's spent for the just to have the trials, you know, and like you said, if you tax it, you know, there's absolutely no difference between marijuana and alcohol. Well, actually, alcohol is technically worse for you over yeah, the long I'm, term. Yeah, I, I'm, I'm talking about um, 
I mean, it's basically the same thing. There's no difference in in the two. You know, if one's yeah. legal, what makes this one illegal? They're basically the same thing. And if they would make it legal and and be able to tax it, and I I, I truly believe that that's the only reason it's still illegal, is because they make so much money being able to to nail people for it being illegal. You know, because if they said if they would say right now, okay, marijuana is legal, you know, you got to go to your local drugstore and buy your bag of weed, right? What happens to the people that start growing it in their backyard? You can't tax that, but it's legal. You know, they're losing money. Whereas if they say it's illegal and we make fifteen grand because we arrested you, they don't. You know, the the rest of the equation goes, well, you go to jail and then we pay that 20 grand for you to sit there and be in jail. It makes well, sure, more but, sense. Yeah, but I mean, I don't get a, as to why it's illegal in the first place. I mean, I, I know why because of William Randolph Hearst and and making hemp bad so he could make more money off printing press and all that kind of stuff. But I mean, what, what are you more scared of? A, a bunch of angry drunks? Who you know had a, been drinking all night, or a bunch of stoners who are sitting around their couches watching TV? I, I mean, you don't see a whole lot of of uh, people getting pulled over while high. You do every once in a while, but it doesn't happen that often. And it just it, it yeah because people that are high but, tend to drive more carefully. Well, <laughs> so do people when they're drunk allegedly. But I just I don't I don't get it. I, I don't see something like marijuana use as a problem. I just see it as being illegal. If that makes sense, I just don't get it. Don't get it. Never have. Well, you know, if they legalized it, the Cheeto industry would just, you know, multiply so much. I know. I know. Frito Lay should be all over this. Oh, my Seriously. God. Frito Lay and Twinkies. <laughs> Host, hostess could make a fortune if they get pot legalized. And Funyuns, man. Yeah, Funyuns. <laughs> it's I'm getting just, hungry now. <laughs> it's just, you know. Tyler smoked him up a big fatty before the show and, <laughs> and, and all this talk about Twinkies. Well, I got to go. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, it's just, it, it shows that, that most other countries don't have the same drug problems we do because they've taken away the mystery of it. You know, they allow you to drink whenever your parents deem it, you know, deem it okay. They, they, they allow marijuana use and there's really not a, it's not a big deal there. You don't see Europe as a, as a country of drug addicts at all. Do you, do they have the same problems in other countries? I don't hear them. No, but no. they have these doctors that try and convince you that marijuana is a gateway drug. And if you, and Lord knows that if you smoke a joint, you're going to be shooting heroin in a week. Um, I know I know a lot of people who who smoke marijuana who would never ever do anything beyond that. So it seems weird. Yeah, I, and I totally agree with you. I, I think that that there has to be a way that you know maybe they're getting the the government's getting kickbacks from you know people that are importing this stuff to keep it illegal. That would make sense. For all we know, the government's the one importing the stuff illegally and making money that way. Hmm. Hmm. Well, I mean, yeah. during, during Vietnam, they were importing heroin. Well, the CIA was. Yes. Well, in Afghanistan, we got all those, you know, all those poppy fields out there. Think that about could it. Pay, that could pay for. I mean, that's it's 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 a product that that that's not not necessarily harmful that you can bring over and that, that everyone wants. I don't see what the what the problem is. I mean, fast food is will hurt us more than marijuana will over the over the long run. But we don't recognize that. 
I just that it blows my mind that we that we haven't been able to be smart enough to to understand how that works. Now that article wasn't just against prohibition of pot. It was also talking about prostitution and some other thing too, wasn't it? Yeah. 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 And, yeah. and yeah. that too, why wouldn't, why wouldn't two consenting adults be able to pay one for sex? Why not? Yeah. Two consenting adults, mind you. I mean, there's obviously some stipulations there. Yeah. I mean, there's, it, it it's basically like the syntax, right? Where, because something is, is bad, the government is going to be, you know, your conscience for you and tell you, Hey, it's illegal to have sex, you know, no. Why? Now, what's the difference between you picking somebody up in a bar or exchanging 20 bucks or whatever? You know, there's absolutely no difference. Well, if the government regulates it, you know. Even if the government doesn't of- regulate it. If the, I mean, you're talking about prostitution. What's the difference if you go out to a bar, you buy somebody a couple drinks and you go have sex or you go out and instead of buying them a couple drinks, you pay them some money and you go have sex? There's absolutely right. no difference. No, you're right. You're right. Yeah, the, the government could tax it, and then we'd have the money to pay for the health care, right? Yes. There, there'd have to be a lot of people going to hookers. <laughs> but, but maybe if they tax that plus pot, you know, <laughs> could, could help it out. Okay, all right. Let's get on to the last story of the night. Uh, I want to talk about a story over in China of a – person called, uh, I think his name is Anna Nova. No, Gui Feng, a 53-year-old man who has breasts. We're talking full-blown woman's breasts, essentially. They're not woman's breasts. He's a man. Oh, well, <laughs> they're enormous. They look like women's breasts. You look at the picture at AverageJoeShow.com. Great big man titties. Basically, man boobs. You know, I thought, I thought of Ben Straw when I saw this article pop up. Because remember the episode we did with him? It was a tattoo and man boobs or something like that was the name of it? Yeah. And he had mentioned that. So I thought of this story. Well, anyway, so he's a farmer, and about 10 years ago, his chest started to get larger and larger, and he didn't think much of it because he was putting weight on all over. So, yeah, no big deal. But in the last few years, it's actually become so unbearable that he's been to one hospital and another, and nobody's been able to help him. Basically, freak of nature, I guess. They look really painful. <laughs> heavy well I mean why couldn't he get like you know if he's going to doctor after doctor somebody should be able to do like a breast reduction right yeah well, you would think they, so they say that they, they want they're trying to figure out what the cause is <laughs> yeah but you know think about it well I you mean, figure that shit out after you get these big titties off of me yeah <laughs> well you know that's the thing I mean you know he has to wear like a big coat and stuff like that even in the summertime it's like it's got to be uncomfortable for him you, you, you're going to stick <laughs> he out He runs around like Kevin Smith <laughs> <laughs> Don't fly southwest <laughs> You think he has a uh, a man bra or a bro you think those yeah, you think he actually has one I mean there's a Seinfeld episode about this entire thing he might he might need one of those but Damn find it Yeah really where, where, where where do you go to buy that <laughs> Victoria's Secret I mean, yeah, because he's a big guy. <laughs> yeah. Hey, uh, excuse me. Uh, where do you have the man bras? Huh? I think uh, I think Lane Bryant could probably help him out. Uh, you're right about that. Triple F. No, I don't know. I don't know. I just I wouldn't be. I'd be embarrassed. I wouldn't even be out in public if I look like that. 
You know, but you go, well, t- hey, how about cut these fuckers off, huh? That's the yeah, thing exactly. I'd be like, dude, that, that, you look at the look at them after you pull them out, find out what the fuck's up with them, and uh, call it a day. You know, I, I don't yeah. really care what caused it; just make it go the fuck away. <laughs> you know what I like about the picture though is there's a guy in the background with a camera. It's like, what are they doing, making a porno over here or something like that? <laughs> yeah, yeah, they <laughs> That's are. Japanese porn. <laughs> you know, if if he was smart, he'd get some porn shots done up. You know, in the next couple of days before he cuts those things off. Oh yeah, that could be that could be a big thing. Well, I mean, it, it, people actually go to pay to see porn for odd things. You know, uh, John Wade Bobbitt did a porno after he got it ser- sewed back on, and I think it was called Frankenstein or something. And Octo <laughs> Mom's trying to do, you know, the, oh, they're they're still trying to get her to do porn. Ugh. I mean, oh, we we had God. that story last week or the week before. Ugh. I don't know, but you know, you know, we always make the joke. If I had, if I had my own breasts at home, I would never leave the house. Well, he does. Yeah, I still wouldn't leave the house. If you had him. Oh hell! hell, hell. What are you trying to say? Would you? Would you jello? <laughs> would you? Would you wrestle him in pudding? Hmm? Oh god! You know what, Tyler? We could probably market this. I know. Tyler. Man boobs and pudding. I'm telling you. <laughs> There's the title. We have a title. Man boobs and pudding. I'm going to call this guy. <laughs> I don't know about that. I'll put it down. Man boobs and pudding. I got a better one, I think. But anyway, uh, I think Tyler needs to go and uh, get himself off because he's a little uh, frisky tonight. <laughs> I told you. He smoked a big fatty before the show. I, I think it's that desert air, man. It must do something. He smoked him a fatty and he's like, Jello. Man boobs. All right. <laughs> what kind of porn do you watch over there? <laughs> um, I'd rather not share that, actually. <laughs> he just oh went my. to check to see if he had the John Wade Bobbitt one. Yes, I did. Ooh, <laughs> You're right, though. It is like Frankenstein. It's probably like Frankenweiner or Franken. Yeah, like yeah I think it was. I, I don't know. I'd read about these things. I, I'm, I've never seen it. Not that I'd want to see it. I don't know. I think I was kind of young at the time when all that stuff went down. I don't remember. I don't even remember when that happened. John Wayne Bobbitt stuff. The nineties, sometime. Yeah, it was in like the nineties. Like early nineties, wasn't it? Yeah, it was a long time ago. I, I, I'm sure that Barb is vehemently searching <laughs> to see when Lorena Bobbitt cut off his. Junk. Oh, she's probably pulling the porn out. She probably got the porn over there. Even the late eighties. All right. Okay. So anyway, well. well as Tyler figures out where, where he has that DVD hidden, uh, let's let's wrap up this week's show. I want to thank Ward Miller for being here this week, of course. And Ward, where can we find you online? You can find me at maxandlife.com. And you can and also find me on ibottomac.com, um, Brett's sports site. And uh, what's going on this weekend with your show? With your show? Uh, this week, we are going to be shooting live at the um, Apple Store in Pittsburgh for the release of the iPad. That's We're not going to be broadcasting live, unfortunately. We just don't have the rig for that. But we will be shooting live with the crowd and talking to people and cool stuff like that. So if you guys are iPad fans or are curious about you know the iPad launch, definitely check out maxinlife.com. It'll be episode 38, I guess, right? Yeah, that's something, yeah, that's probably it. I I, right. I forget. About, I can't keep the shows in, you know straight when they're supposed to be. It's I end up having to look at the last one before I, I post it. Well, episode 37 is up there, so we're going to go with the odds and probably say it's 38. Sure, why not? So definitely check it out, maxinlife.com. And, of course, we want to thank uh, Tyler for being here. And, Tyler, where can we find you online? 
Uh, I'm at tdhurst.com. I am uh, going to actually giving a speech tomorrow for Laid Off Camp Phoenix, which is a, uh, a, a day-long event where we help people who've been laid off with new job skills. So I'm very excited to be a, to be a part of that. And they're actually showing the movie Lemonade. Have you guys seen the movie Lemonade or heard about it? No. I've heard of it. It sounds familiar. Um, there it's, a, it's about a laid off ad exec who, who made a fantastic movie about, uh, about what to do next. And he's actually in town tonight and they're showing the movie right now down in Chandler, right where I'll be tomorrow. So it was a, it's a, a very cool uh, experience for all the people who are still looking for jobs. So it's, it's good to help out because we've all been there. Oh, unfortunately. Definitely. Yeah, very and sweet. by the way, John, John Wayne Bobbitt was, uh, was handicapped in 1993. Let you know. Oh, nice. <laughs> uh, oh, Tyler beat Barb. <laughs> Oh my goodness! Tyler's into that porn stuff. Well, he has you know the quick porn search thing. It's a hot porn, yeah, pornopedia, yep. right? Is that what it is? Pornopedia. <laughs> <laughs> there probably is a pornopedia out there. I wouldn't be surprised. And of course, Chrissy, where can we find you online? At pardueduran dot com. That's p a r d u e d u r a n. And you can also find me at, on Tyler's favorite website, Facebook, under Facebook. Christine Pardue. <laughs> 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 and you can like it. <laughs> Suck it up. No, what's cool though is Chrissy does post some of her, her artwork. And for those of you who don't know, Chrissy's an artist. That's and, cool. And some of the stuff is really, really cool. That's cool. Yeah. yeah, it definitely is. So check it out. Check out all the websites. You can find everything we talked about this week's show notes, uh, all our sites that we just mentioned at averagejoeshow.com. Of course, that's where everything is. You can download the episodes. You can get the feeds. You know, put it right into your MP3 player, your iPod, your Zoom, whatever you got. Of course, you can uh, always uh, email us at talkingaveragejoeshow.com. Voicemail is 813-915-6390. Uh, next week's guests are going to be Ben Straw and John Young. They'll be on the show next week. So make sure you can check us out live next Friday at 9 p.m. Eastern at averagejoeshow.com slash live. I want to thank everybody out there for downloading this week's episode, spending a little bandwidth with us, and until next time, have a good one. (laughs) 